welcome to another episode of Gas Network Presents Sports for the Culture. I'm here with the family. Price XXV, Double I, Rome, Dimelo, Flying, T-Buggy, man. To the greatest sports show on the planet, La Familia. We are ready for a ride. Can't wait to hear what you guys got to say. Woo! I love that intro, man. Give me a hype every time. Hey, welcome world. Hey, this is Gas Sports for the Culture. If you're not new to this, welcome home, baby. You back with us tonight. We're a little short one for right now, but uh, G gonna tap in in a minute. But right now, we got the three amigos. So, uh, with no further ado, uh, introduce yourself. Top left. What up, Trey Amigos? Man, just a uh, fun fact. Uh, Bryce was catfish one time, and they said my name was Juan in the catfish picture. Shit was hilarious. You had to know. You had to know to be there. So if you called me one of the three amigos. I felt right at home, bro. Because somehow people just automatically just so. Hey, I'm scrumping. You know what time it is. I'm boring. I'm feeling good. I am freshly masked. Thanks to our uh, sponsors, which we're gonna talk to them about them in a minute. Season two, man. We got some hot shit ready for y'all. And a whole lot of fun stuff cooking up in our bag of tricks, man. So it's going to be a hell of a show. Yes, indeed. Like my boy said, Juan Amigo, Juan Lion, baby. This is season two, episode two, or episode 53, if you've been there since, since the, uh, the birth of this thing. But uh, you know what I'm saying? Top right. At Bryce XXV double a.k.a. Mr. Big Leaguer, a.k.a. my mama's favorite gas panelist. AKA Mr. Miyagi himself. Hey man, Scrub, why you had to bring that catfish up, bro? I thought I put that behind me, man. I thought Neve was gonna be knocking at my door. You know what I'm saying? With some crazy shocking news, some crazy shocking development. Wild time in my life, man. Wild time in my life, bro. Never thought it would be me. <laughs> oh boy. Hey, let's get into some more excitement, man. I know y'all got plenty of stories, but uh, the biggest story in the NFL has to be the draft, right? We all watched the draft. We tuned in multiple days for some of us, uh, at least the first round for most of us. And uh, we always get into the little back and forth here about each and every one of our teams. So how did your team do in the draft? Like, throw me some grades for your own individual team before we get really to it. You know what I mean? Scruff, go ahead and take it. Well, I mean, if I'm judging it off of day one, right? Day one, my man, uh, the Eagles GM, man, um, Howie Roseman, he had me thinking maybe the things had changed in Philadelphia. Like, the ties were changing. We were making solid football picks. I, I love I love the pick, bro. I love the pick, bro. I, I, I couldn't be more happier with the outcome of picks, man. Uh, we're talking about a guy that's a, a undersized guy or whatever. Let him fall down any draft board you want. But Devontae Smith is a gamer. You can't tell me what any type of weight, whatever you can. That's a football player. That was a football draft pick. It wasn't a X's and no. It wasn't some, this guy's a hybrid, fits position, scheme fit. He, he does fit any scheme, but that's that's beside the point. It was a great draft pick, and we moved ahead of the Giants to get the pick. I was extremely happy about that. But then a little bit later in the draft, we just got back to doing Howie Roseman shit. You know what I mean? So second round, a lot of great corners were on the board. Couple guys that I really, really liked. Tay Samuel Jr. I saw a linebacker out of Notre Dame, Nohuso. I was a big fan of him. I saw a lot of good players in the second round that we left on the board. And we went and drafted a offensive lineman who has pretty high grade, but very injury prone. I was a little concerned about that. Third round, I seen us trade back three picks, and then I seen how we try to fist bump everybody. Clearly, somebody went off the board in those three picks. 
and how he was the only one happy in the room. Uh, just more of the same for Howie Roseman. But I'm hoping that the first round pick will be the pick that he gets right. Uh, with the rest of them, man, you know, there's nothing against the players. I've seen some good quality players amongst the crops. Uh, I don't know much about each of these guys, but I'm hoping for the best. They seem to have the right profile. Hey, the fans are proud, man. My man, D-Money's proud. He's exercising some sense. But uh, Devontae Smith, man, it's, it's it's always good when you get a top 10 guy outside the top 10, right? And you did jump in front of the Giants. So I love the competitive nature there. But uh, you guys went Alabama, Alabama round one and round two. I mean, from my point of view, Alabama, SEC, Nick Saban, you got two guys that will probably end up starting. That's a good draft. That's a good draft. How do you feel about Devontae Smith linking back up with Jalen Hurts, another former Alabama guy? Man, I love it, bro. I love it. I mean, you know, I, I was a firm believer in Jalen Hurts. I said on this show that I said that Jalen Hurts was ready to be the starter this season. Bryce was talking about we going to draft a quarterback. I didn't see a single quarterback drafted day one, two, or three. Sounds like we're all in on the Jalen Hurts, and we got him a, a bona fide receiver. Um, you know, I'm loving it. I think it's a great combination, and I think it's a good compliment alongside Jalen Rieger, alongside uh, Zach Ertz, Miles Sanders. I think he has a nice dynamic piece of that offense. I think he'll be a number one receiver right out of the gate. All right, so give, on, me a, give me a – They tried to trade up, bro. Come on. They tried to trade up. They just couldn't trade up. They, didn't, they couldn't get the deal done. They wanted to get rid of Jalen Hurts. And let me tell you this right now, man. Devontae Smith, fresh off the Heisman, guess what award he's not winning? NFL Rookie of the Year. You know why he's not winning that? He doesn't have a guy that can give him the football. Sad to see it, but it's the truth, man. Come on. Come on, now. You don't think that the college chemistry in <laughs> NFL? I mean, we saw Waddle is now with Tua, Chase is with Burrow. You don't you don't think that trend holds weight in the NFL? Oh yeah, I think it's going to hold great. I think it's I think it's all good, and especially we got the old lineman in there too, so he got some familiarity with snaps. You know what I'm saying? Because you know the snap can't be messing up the snap, bro. So you got continuity <laughs> with your center. I like it. I like it. And the kid, man, I don't I don't know. Bryce said he didn't have him in his top fifty. But the kid Dickerson, uh, he was ranked as a first-round grade minus the uh, injury history. His injury history is troublesome. But, um, <laughs> you know, this first-round grade, Alabama road grader, we got all Alabama former offensive line coaches in our uh, in our coaching staff. Well, at least we used to. I don't know. They clean house. But so I, I like the pick. Okay, okay. So this time of year, everybody's generally in a good mood, good spirit, you know, giving everybody the benefit of the doubt. So – we like the Eagles draft for now. We'll see two, three years later. Bryce, what about the Washington football team, man? They were they battled Brady the best. You know what I'm saying? What did you like it? What do you think? Come on, man. There's only one football team in the entire league. Y'all know that. It's the Washington football team. Uh, I loved our draft, especially our first three rounds. I think the uh Number one pick we took, Jamin Davis out of Kentucky. That's a versatile linebacker right there. That's a linebacker with speed, 4-4 uh, guy. Whenever you got a linebacker running in the 4-4s, you got a special athlete. You two, you 230 pounds running the 4-4, you're legit. Uh, led the SEC in tackles. Yeah, that's the same, you know, division Alabama's in, Florida's in, all those big powerhouses. And, you know, a guy from Kentucky led the league in, uh, in tackles. That's pretty legit. So I did like that pick a lot. I think whenever you got two linebackers, former linebackers, and uh, Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio choosing a linebacker, they're not going wrong with that pick. And I think they hit that that one on the head. Uh, so I love that first pick. Uh, second round, we got Samuel Cosme. This guy was perhaps the most athletic lineman in the draft. I mean, 
His RAS score, which uh, measures athleticism, is 9.99. It's the second highest score in the last 20 years of them taking this test. Uh, Samuel Cosme is a 6'8 uh, offensive tackle. Going to come in and compete for that left tackle job right away. And I think he wins it. I think he wins it. We got John Masco as the offensive line coach, one of the best in the league. I think he'll get his technique right. That's the only thing he really needs to work on is a little bit of technique. Then in the third round, we got an absolute steal in De'Ami Brown. Uh, just like Cosme, a lot of people had De'Ami Brown rated as a low first rounder. Uh, so whenever you're talking about you getting two low first rounders in the second and third round, I think you hit I think you hit on those picks. Yami Brown's a wide receiver out of North Carolina, and uh, he's legit, bro. He's legit, man. I mean, Yami is legit. He kind of reminds his tape, his college tape, kind of reminds me of Terry McLaurin's a little bit. And uh, Terry McLaurin, we also got in the third round. And he ended up being a steal. So we get another guy to put the opposite of him. It's a big, it's a big time, a big time pick. Uh, and then I like what we did in the later rounds too. I mean, I did, I was kind of salty that we took a long snapper in the sixth round, but then we followed it up in the seventh round with a guy named Shaka Tony. A, uh, a defensive end out of Penn State. Uh, a couple other Penn State defenders went really high, Michael Parsons and Jason Oway. But at Penn State, Shaka Tony arguably had just as big of an impact as those guys. So I think he'll come in and be able to give us some depth behind Montez Sweat and Chase Young, two bookends on the defensive line. So I, I really like what we did. I really like what we did. I can't give us an A+, plus because that, that long snapper pick still threw me off a little bit. I, I would like to get that guy in undrafted free agency. But I do give us an A minus, and that's without throwing on Jared Patterson. Jared Patterson had eight touchdowns in one game out of Buffalo. He's from around the way, man. PG County kid. I love Jared Patterson. I love I love that addition. So I think uh you know I give us an A minus, man. I like I like what we did. I like the direction we went, and all of our guys were high character guys. You don't got to question any of the attitudes. So do you feel like you're obviously a playoff team? Do you feel like this is a team that can compete now? Can, can can contend or you still missing a few pieces? Well, I think the number one piece we're missing is obvious. We don't, we don't have our quarterback in the future. We're still rocking out with Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm not upset with that. Ryan Fitzpatrick coming off some of the best football of his career. If you check his stats, his production over his last couple of years when he's played, he's been one of the most productive quarterbacks in the NFL. Don't take my word for it. Just do your research. And, uh, I mean, you put him on a team that was that close to beating a Brady-led team, I think we've got a shot to, to continue to compete. We're in a very weak division. I don't see any other team. I think I see our only competition in the division being the Cowboys. And uh, their defense, to me, is still going to be poo. So uh, I do see us making another run at the NFC East and being the first repeat NFC East champs in years. So, uh, yeah, WFT all the way, man, the only football team in the league, man, Washington football. <laughs> so Washington's going to be better than the Eagles. Uh, I don't think that's I don't think that's a question. Uh, like I said, I mean, man, the yeah. Eagles' best hope is Joe Flacco coming, you know, reviving himself, man. We'll see if Flacco Stop can get it, it done, bro. But it, I, don't, I don't see uh, I don't see the Eagles being a, a threat uh, to us at least. All right, all right. So you both feeling good about this draft? Will the NFC East be the laughing stock it was last season, or are you guys ready to compete? You know, what I'm saying the Eagles have their quarterback. It seems they got a weapon. You guys got Curtis Samuel. Is the NFC East ready to compete or is it just uh, not yet? Maybe a few, maybe half, maybe the football team, maybe the Cowboys. What's, what's going on with the NFC East? Let me take that, actually. I think the NFC East is going to be much better this year, uh, partly in because uh, the Cowboys are going to be healthy. I think the Cowboys, on paper, they have the best team in the league. Uh, they went heavy defense this draft. Uh, I'm not the league, the, uh, the NFC East. Let's not get crazy. Um, they got the best team in the NFC East. But they went heavy defense in the draft, and that's exactly what they needed. 
uh, heavy dose of defense. They got a, a, a bookend, end-to-end linebacker, dude that can come in and pretty much cover the field. Uh, in addition to the linebackers they already have, short of the secondary. They have the best offense, clearly, on paper. Obviously, we know it's offensive league. Uh, but we do also know, I'll give respect to the Redskins, uh, the Redskins have, I'll say, probably the best defense in, on paper in football. Um, and if they're not number one, they're definitely top three. Um, and then you add the addition of the linebacker uh, in front of that front four, which is already one of the ferocious end front fours in the league, I think you have a problem. I think he's just going to be sitting there eating them blocks. He's going to be looking like Pac-Man. Um, you know, it's just going to be boom, 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 because it's going to be so easy, bro, like behind that line. Um, so because of that, you have to respect the Redskins. They're going to be a team that's going to win. You know, they're going to they're going to win more games if they're going to lose. You know what I'm saying? Because of that defense. But I don't know if they could be like a team that could really, really, really win it all. But I see them as a playoff caliber team. And then the Eagles, I think, is a team that I would say, respectfully, they're right in that mix between second and third in terms of a talent perspective. Because there are still some bitty, pretty big holes for the Eagles to worry about. They got a secondary hole. They got, you know, they had much improved offense this year. But we'll see what's going to happen. Um, you know, if we won eight, nine, ten games, that would be a little bit ahead of schedule. But uh, I'm very uh, confident in the future. And I think we'll be competitive this year. And I think we could possibly win the division if it's a shitty division like this year. If the division – is only nine wins, or if teams are messing around with nine wins, then yeah, maybe the Eagles could win the division. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think we have a couple of double-digit team wins, you know, this year in the division. So I don't know, man. I don't see the I don't see the Eagles being better than the Giants this year. I mean, when you talk about the Eagles second or third when it comes to talent in the division, the Giants made splashes in the offseason in free agency. They went out and got Galladay. I mean, they weren't they weren't sitting back waiting for things to come to them. I think the Eagles had a hell of a draft uh, getting Devontae Smith. I mean, you get a guy like Devontae Smith in that position, I thought I thought he had top ten, top five potential uh, just based off his talent alone. So I think they they that they swung for the fences and they hit. Another thing that that's kind of weird, man, is the fact that the Cowboys are the ones that traded him that pick. That's a little strange, considering both the Giants and the Eagles both wanted that wanted that guy on their team. You got to think, man, maybe the Cowboys have it out a little more for the Giants than they do the Eagles. Maybe they're fearing the Giants a little more than they are the Eagles. I think that's the right thing. I think that's the right thing. The Giants have a much improved defense. I mean, Jabril Peppers, uh, they got they got a couple of couple dogs on that defensive line that have start, finally started to show out. I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, but I do like uh, I do like the Giants potential. I think they're they are the to me, they're the second biggest threat to the Reds, the Washington football team repeating for the NFC East title. That's a fact. I do think somebody will emerge. I do like Giants traffic, Darius Tony pairing him up with Trayvon guys. Diggs. Cowboys, Tra- yeah, Trayvon Diggs is in that secondary. Uh, but you know, I really just wanted to get y'all the space to talk about your. Trayvon NFC. Diggs was getting burnt up last year. <laughs> oh yeah, he was. Yeah, man. But, you know, that's a that's a character building uh, year <laughs> for, this, for the Cowboys. They did bring it Dan Quinn, but uh. Yeah, and, and a healthy Barkley. I almost forgot about that for the Giants. And they, they did all that last year without Saquon. Who's the, who's the D-lineman they just re-signed? Uh, Leonard Williams finally woke up from the dead. Like, hey, man, the Giants got a couple pieces over there, man. I wouldn't be surprised if they're the you know the sec- in second place in the NFC East because I do still think mean, Washington take it. I, I, really, I, I honestly think this, this team, the whole division comes out the cellar a little bit, but this is probably 11 wins at the most out of this division, um, the top team at least. 
It's between Washington and, and the Giants. I'm not really sold on Dallas just yet. Uh, don't know what's going to happen with that. But like I said, I wanted to give you all the space to, you know, kind of celebrate your teams, you know, the, especially Washington. You guys always win the offseason. So I wanted to let y'all get that off and talk about the uh, NFC West a little bit. Mainly my squad in 49ers, who I think had a solid draft, man. I, I don't think they reached for any pick other than maybe the quarterback. And uh, <laughs> that was the guy. That was the guy I liked, guy I love. So, I, you know, Trey Lance, I told you it wasn't going to be Mac Jones. I, I, I knew it. But um, 49ers made some good picks, man. They got the safety out of uh, USC. He's baby uh, – What's my man from the Steelers? I can't even think. My man with the Palomalu, baby Palomalu. What's his name? Uh, I got to pronounce his name right. Talanoa Uganga. I don't, know. I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think you pronounced that right, sir. Well, if I did, if I didn't, forgive me. I think he's going to make enough plays that the world knows it, you know, and then I'm going to know it. And uh, hopefully I can shake that man's hand and apologize to him. But uh, <laughs> I think the 49ers did a good job, man. I don't even want to dwell on it too much because – we're going to have a good season. We're going to be on Monday night. Y'all going to see us. <laughs> My man said, who? Get your Google out, man. Get your Google machine out. Google them 49ers. But uh, so the biggest storyline coming into the draft was the quarterbacks. Obviously, the 49ers took Trey Lance. Uh, out of the top five quarterbacks, how do you guys feel, man? Who's in the best position? Who do you think? Most importantly, five guys drafted in the first round. History tells us they all can't succeed. Who do you think is going to be the biggest bust? Yeah, man. They, they the fact of the matter is they all won't succeed. That's just a fact. Quarterback is the hardest crapshoot to really gamble on. You drive a first round quarterback, I say what? Maybe it's fifteen to twenty five percent chance that they end up being nice, and uh, that's definitely going to happen here. So we got five of them. Let's say one, maybe two, end up being stars. So out of the five guys, if I had to pick two guys to be successful, it's an easy pick for me. It's Trevor Lawrence, and then it's Justin Fields. The other three guys, I think you're really grading them on potential. So when I start grading that potential, I do think Trey Lance has the greatest potential. But I also think he's up there with the greatest bust potential as well. But I don't think his bust potential is quite as high as Zach Wilson. Uh, Y'all know me, man. I've been saying on the show for weeks, I'm not a big fan of the quarterbacks with one big year of production. Both Trey Lance and Zach Wilson, it's only one big year of production. There's no history of su sustained success in college. So you got, really got to judge him off that one season. When Trey Lance did come back and play one game the next year, he didn't look too good. I know it was the COVID season. You know, you can tell me all about that, but he looked very pedestrian. Zach Wilson had a great final season at BYU, but the year before that, not so much. So if I had to judge right now, I'd say that those, and I throw Mac Jones in there, those three guys are the most likely to be bust. That's Mac Jones. That's uh, Zach Wilson, and that's Trey Lance. I think that Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence, those are two I'm penciling in to be eventual stars. I can't believe that Justin Fields fell that low to the Chicago Bears. I think they traded up to what? Was it 12 to grab him maybe? I don't know. Whatever it was, man, I couldn't believe he dropped that far. Uh, it was almost almost criminal. I don't know what they saw in in that to, for that to happen. I can't believe Zach Wilson went over him when, when Justin Fields was penciled in since the moment he left high school right behind Trevor Lawrence at the 1A, 1B. We'll see how it goes, but right now that's that's how I've got it. Yeah. I see where you're coming. I see. I, I really do see where you're coming from, but that one big year didn't seem to hurt Burrow much. So I don't know, yeah, man. But I don't know, man. I, I, I feel you on the one big year not hurting Burrow, but Burrow had a, a totally different road to get there. 
Burrow came from another school, ended up at LSU. I mean, he, he went through the trenches to get to his final destination. He went through the trenches to become what he became. He started Ohio State, battled with guys like Dwayne Haskins, battled with, with you know, stayed, stayed in the background and learned from guys like Urban Meyer. It wasn't like he was just a one-hit wonder like these other guys were, in my opinion. But I, I do feel what you're saying. Okay. Uh, I got another question, but I'm going to hold off because I want to kick it to Scruff real quick. I don't want to change the convo just yet. Who do you think is going to be the biggest bust out of these top five quarterbacks? All right. So, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to – it's not based – it's not solely based on analysis. Sometimes I just got to go with the eye test, and sometimes I just go with the way certain things just make me feel in the moment. So, as I was watching the draft, uh, I was looking at everybody walking up to the podium, man. And, um, I, I, you know, I am getting old, but – um, I'm looking at this guy, Zach Wilson, and I'm just looking at a, like a, like a baby in a suit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just looks like a, like, you know, he just looked like a, he looked like a 16 year old kid that they dressed up in a suit, you know, and they put, you know, he's obviously, you know, has the measurables to be an NFL quarterback. I'm not trying to say like, you know, he's like a premature or anything like that, but like, this dude is very, very, very childish looking, and he just seems like a lot, you know, coming from BYU. It's a small school program. You know, you're going into – yeah, exactly. He looked like Boss Baby, facts. He looked like he looked like a, he looked like a baby in a suit. Like He looked like a 14-year-old boy um, being drafted. I mean, granted, granted, I'm getting old, so, you know, you know, tear me up if y'all want to. But I just – from where I see and the way New York is – and the way that Sam Darnold was had his 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 stay in New York, I don't see it being pretty. I see it being pretty rough for Zach Wilson coming from the the shrines of Utah to New York City, the Big Apple. They're gonna tear his ass up, man. I don't I don't see it ending well for him. Um, so he's my biggest bust potential for sure, um, easily. Um, but uh, I'd say Trey Lance is right there, right below him, because um, like I think Trey Lance is a boom or bust. I think he's a lot like Josh Allen in the sense that he could be really, really good, you know, but I don't know necessarily that it's a guarantee that he's going to be good. Like he could be either really good or not good at all. Um, When you're talking about sure things, I put two names out there. Trevor Lawrence, you bank on that. You bank on that like Bitcoin. That's that's guaranteed money. Um, But if if you're feeling like, you know, you want something a little outside – the, the, the best, the Ethereum of, of the crop, the one, the, the best sure thing besides Trevor Lawrence, it's Mac Jones, man. It's an easy, it's an easy answer. Uh, Mac Jones is a winner in college. He's he's just come starting up with a winner, winning program. Uh, my man was a little rough around the edges. He had some DUIs. Bill Belichick gonna get him straight. And I love that fit. Mac Jones in New England got to be the best fit, uh, best landing spot for any quarterback you could you could dream of. And he's sitting in there looking like the heir apparent to Tom Brady. I could tell by the way he walked up to the podium that he was uh, going to be a legend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Talking about legends. Big old one right there. The boy, G, Demolo Ragu. What's up, guys? Oh, get yourself together. There we go. I'm trying, there we go. I'm trying, I'm trying. The man, the myth, the legend. Lost, baby. What's up, what's up, fellas? Sorry for coming late. Let me, let me fill you in, man. We're just talking about the big five quarterbacks drafting the first round and who we think is going to have the biggest bust potential. So uh, Bryce Scruff already kicked it off. We got a couple different names. I'm curious to hear your take on it. Well, my biggest bust is going to be Trevor Lawrence on this end. 
I mean, really? yeah. Spicy. Yeah, spicy takes. I love it. Super spicy. Uh, I, per- personally, because he gets a coach as his first time in the NFL. And let's see how that works out. And not all quarterbacks that come out of college with this big expectation like Trevor Lawrence could pan out he's going to Jacksonville. When's the last time Jacksonville has anything going right for them? It's been a while. It's been a while. They've been drafting quarterbacks for a while. We thought Blake Bortles was the guy not too long ago. No. And then look what happens no. with that. Not we. Not we. Oh, no, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me, Ma. <laughs> the high consensus believe Blake Bortles was that guy during that year when he beat the Steelers during the playoffs. And they lose to the Pats. Like, we all thought Blake Bortles, yeah, he was going out party. And then next year, like, he deflates. Deflates like the Patriots ball. Deflate it. And then I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have the hardest, the hardest ride in any of the quarterbacks. Look at your boy Lance. He gets the 49ers. Gets to sit back behind Jimmy G. You talk about Mac Jones. He gets to sit, be, he gets to sit behind Cam Newton. Let's say both of those guys get at least a year to bench. Learn the learn the game, get the get the studying, and then you got Justin Fields. Isn't he with the guru of all quarterbacks? A quarter, guru quarterback coach right now, up in the Bears. So I think Who's Trevor that? Lawrence is uh, Matt. It's Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy. There you go. Matt Nagy. Didn't he talk about Carson Wentz giving him that crazy year, the MVP year? Nah, so I'm not talking about, bro. Ah, yeah. Oh, he's not a guru. He's gonna play for you. He's gonna coach for you guys. But yeah, for me, it's Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, out of all those quarterbacks, has an uphill batter, battle. So that's that's right on time, G. Because that brings me right back to the question I wanted to ask Bryce. So we know Trevor Lawrence is going to start, right? We know Zach Wilson is going to start. Does any other quarterback in this group start? Do we only get two starters out of this top five? Because uh, Fields is playing with Foles and Dalton. You know what I'm saying? Two two NFL vets. Does he get to start? So I'm curious. We got five quarterbacks. How many start? Well, that's a good question. Hey, G, I think you brought up a great point too, G. I mean, G, with Trevor Lawrence having the biggest expectations, that's one thing you can't sleep on. When the expectations are bigger, your bust probability is higher. Because even if Trevor Lawrence just comes out and is a little better than average, technically he's still a bust because he went number one overall. We've been thinking he was going to be the best for years. When we're talking about starting, man, I think once you make that first-round selection of a quarterback, I think the days of sitting a quarterback are over. Don't let Pat Mahomes' story fool you. There hasn't been a first-round quarterback that sat outside of Pat Mahomes probably in the last five to ten years. They all end up seeing the field. They all end up seeing the field. I mean, just look at Tua last season. Ryan Fitzpatrick was playing pretty damn well. And when Tua was in the game, Fitzpatrick outplayed him. But what they do, they kept going back to the well that was Tua Tagovailoa because they paid the steep price of a first-round pick to get him of, of that top pick. So I think I think all these quarterbacks end up starting. The only one I could see possibly not starting is Mac Jones. So I think uh, Bill Belichick might stay true to the original the original plan that is uh, that is old school football of letting the quarterbacks to the year. That's the only one I could potentially see not starting. But all the other first round guys, pencil them in to start the game this year. So you think Trey Lance is going to start over Jimmy G? Absolutely. Maybe not. Maybe not the game one, but I see game five, game six, he will start this season. The only one so, I see probably not starting the season, like I said, is Mac Jones. So, so four of these guys going to start at least by some bye week. Facts, it's facts. Okay. At some okay. point in the season. Well, you made a good point because if you say Mac Jones might sit, uh, he should 
I think I never gave my biggest bust. I think Mac Jones is the bust. You're talking about huge expectation. What is the what's greater than being the successor to Brady? Because we know Cam's not Brady's successor, right? Patriots took a quarterback in the first round. That's Brady's successor. That's 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 a little bit bigger. You know what I'm saying? You're the guy in New England. That's a little bit bigger than being the guy with Jacksonville. I mean, if Jacksonville misses, they miss. All right. But Mac Jones, man, you're coming from Alabama, you're going to the Patriots. I don't know, man. It, and I, if I'm Mac Jones, I don't want to start right now anyway. Can anybody name a starting receiver on their team? Cam Newton. <laughs> Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry. They also signed uh, Nelson Aguilar, I believe. Yep. So they, oh, they, yeah. they tried to make some moves. They signed Nelson Aguilar, they, and they, they signed had, another they receiver. Myers, Myers, Kendrick Bourne. They just declined Sonny Michelle's uh, option. Got um, the best two tight ends of free agency. I mean, that's that was a big play. They got Hunter Henry and they got the boy from the Tennessee Smith. Titans. So hey, that's a that was a big play. I didn't see Belichick making that splash. He's making somebody comfortable. We'll see if it's Cam yeah. or if it's Mac. I mean, I think, I think it's Cam Mac. Think it's, it's Mac for next year. It's not. I don't think it's Cam. Man, y'all all wrong. All five of these quarterbacks are gonna start this year, bro. All five of the no. quarterbacks start this year. If they didn't want to start them this year. If they didn't want to, if they didn't want quarter, they didn't need quarterbacks, they wouldn't be drafting a quarterback, bro. Vegas, thing. Vegas got the number at two and a half. Two and a half. Mm-hmm. Take the money. Take the number. Take the money. Two and a half with a quarterback starting. Two and a half. Yep. Oh, I definitely go over that. I matter of fact, uh, I'll, 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 be, I'll be cashing in on that right after the show. I, my number, <laughs> I'd say the the safe number is four, but hey, I'll go ahead and I'll say all five will start. You best believe Lawrence won't start. Wilson won't start. Is that opening Fields will be the next one up. Is that opening no, 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 no. or is that just during oh, yeah, the season? Yeah, yeah. Two and a half anytime during the, first, this, the season? I, I didn't see that. I don't know if it's during. I, I think it's opening yeah, you day. You got to clarify oh, that. Opening day. Okay, okay. Opening day. Opening day. day. Yeah, that's that's fair. So hold on, Nick. So you say Mac Jones is going to beat Cam Newton for the starting job this year eventually? No, I didn't say that. I said that he's going to start at some point this season. They no, all going to no, start at some point this season. Yes, they will. Because Cam no, Newton, Cam. Cam Cam Newton Cam Newton I told y'all and I'm I'm not I'm not changing from my stance that Cam Newton is not he's not a starting quarterback caliber player anymore. He's gonna bomb he's gonna have a couple games that he's not gonna be performing. And best believe Mac Jones is gonna get a start. You sound like that, that high school kid, man. <laughs> yeah, no boy. I just I disagree with that. I think I think Cam's still a starting caliber player, and I think yeah. Bill Belichick knows that. Cam was on like I told y'all earlier in the season, man. Cam was on fire until COVID happened. Until COVID happened, Cam was killing it. He got COVID. It set him back a little bit. He never could really get up to speed with the rest of the offense. Give him a full offseason. You're going to see Cam back to form. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I'm on the fence with Cam. I need to see and a little preseason action, OTA action. And come on, and on top of that, Cam Newton flourished with tight ends. Him in a decent run game in tight ends, he flourished. Right. Right. I that's think true. that's why he. I think that's the reason why they got those two those two tight ends this offseason. This is Cam Newton used to flourish. I don't think right. Matt starts, period. All right. Y'all right. And and and, and Hansel is, is dead on. Cam deserves one more shot and a full camp with the full New England roster. And he will get his one shot. But guess what happens when you miss this when he misses that one shot? Next. Mac Jones sitting on the end of the bench, and it's going to be a warm bench. He's going to be already groomed up, bro. Like, Patriots don't draft starting quarterback. They don't draft first-round quarterbacks with no intentions. Like, we know what he's here for. He'll be looming over his shoulder. Cam Newton, 
didn't have a great season this year with no good backup. Now imagine what's going to happen when he has a first rounder over his shoulder. He'll be McDonald's will be starting by week twelve. Oh well, I mean, if he if he if he gets to week twelve, that means if Cam goes to week twelve, he's not seeing the bench, bro. If Mac Jones gets a start, it's gonna have to happen a lot sooner than that. Cam goes twelve weeks, that means he's balling. Yeah, if, if, if a change happens at twelve, we're talking injury most likely. Yeah. Um, so to to we've been on football for a while, but to, to finish it off, man, a lot of these guys, uh, you know, one of my favorite say is the NFL and the NBA, man, makes more millionaires than any business. Period. You know what I'm saying? Every year they churn out more and more millionaires. So uh, a lot of these young guys touching a lot of money for the first time, man. You're an NFL draft pick, and uh, you're about to touch your first millions. What are you doing with your money? Like, what's your first purchase? A house. Okay. A house. I, I do I do know Michael B. Jordan. You, you ever heard his story how he bought a house and moved in with him and had his parents moving with him? Until you officially buy himself another house, that's what I'll do. Okay, I can respect that, man. That's that's a that's a good guy right there, man. Move your parents in, move your folks in, make sure everybody's situated for life, man. You got a home. All right, Scruff, how about you? Man, I'm gonna keep it a buck, bro. Um, first thing I'm gonna do, I'll probably buy a house, but I'm also going I'm gonna buy a house and then the rest of that's going in cryptocurrency, bro. <laughs> <laughs> matter of fact, matter of fact, pay me, pay me my contract in cryptocurrency, like seventy five percent of it. I want in crypto. I only, I only, I just need to pay my bills with cash. I don't, I don't. So the rest you, of it, I want it. So you want it in, in one specific crypto, or you just spread it out? Uh nah. Give me, give me Bitcoin. Okay, okay, I, okay. That's fair. Bitcoin. Well, give me, a, give yeah. me, a, give me a fifty fifty. Give, just give me Bitcoin. I, I, I could just, I could distribute it from there. So you say so you're gonna make your money work for you. That's a smart man, thinking man. All right. What about you, Bryce? Man, that's it's tough. It's tough. Dogs to the to the moon, man. So I might have to put a little bit on the dog coin, man. Dog going crazy. But oh, yeah. uh, I don't know. So I, I would definitely be investing my money, like my, my guy Floyd Mayweather says. Smart investments, smart investments. I'll definitely make some smart investments, but uh, you gotta make a little splash for yourself. I might go get the new whip, you know what I mean? I might go get something flashy, something, you know, something, some, at least something, though. I ain't going to buy it outright, you know, hold it for a few months or something, man, you know what I mean? But, yeah, I don't know. Maybe a whip, uh, but you definitely got to invest. You definitely got to be smart with your money. I might even invest into a small business, you know, have something that's going to sustain you for while you're still making that NFL check, making two checks coming in. Okay, so a whip and a business. So you, you plan on throwing your money away. Uh, whipping the business depending on what business. I don't. I don't think that's throwing your money that's, away. I, mean, I think. I think that's how you get richer. If you listen to any stories, man, these pros tell you they lost their money by uh, cars, jewelries, uh, businesses, and helping out families. <laughs> but uh, it's your it's your millions. It's your millions. I got something though wildly different. Well, hold up, what we got from Hazard? Our house saved the rest. Gronk literally don't touch. Live off and do That's Gronk. That's a smart man. I mean. Yeah. I think you might get more responsible when you was in the locker room with Aaron Hernandez. So I respect it. Um, but <laughs> as for me, <laughs> as for me, you know what I'm saying? I'll tell you what, I, I'm going to tell you what I won't spend it on. I tell you, word to Deshaun Watson, I won't buy a massage therapist. I won't spend it on that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know what I'm saying? My first check, uh, it's, it's me, man. So, I'm tired of these women going down to Dr. Miami and all that, buying these bodies. I'm getting my hair back, baby. 
I'm 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 popping out the brain under the helmet. You getting the, you get you coming out like Karan Butler, huh? You getting that Deion Sanders jump? Yeah, man. I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a little hair like Tiger, Tory Lanez, or something, man. You know what I'm saying? I want something I can comb through. I'm gonna comb through my hair. You know what I'm saying? With a with a hundred dollar comb, man. Platinum comb. Stun on y'all a little bit, man. But you gonna pop back up with some dreadlocks? You know it. All right, no more Beijing, buddy. The real thing. <laughs> Yo, that's the villainous thing I ever heard in my life. Hey, man, you got, I got to make my money. Hey, I respect it what y'all want to do with y'all money. My man right? said I'm getting, I'm getting a beard transplant to my dome. Man, what? I ain't had nobody running things through my hair since high school. <laughs> we yeah, running baby, it back, Genetics, baby. baby. Genetics, baby. Genetics. We running it back. But um, Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, Since we're not. talking about genetics, bro. Since we're talking about genetics, we're talking about grooming. It's only right that we uh, have a word from our uh, our first actually official sponsor. And we're going to tell you about it. Our first official sponsor is actually Manscaped. Gas is brought to you by Manscaped. Officially brought to you by Manscaped. The best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, fellas. Got to protect the hardware. They just dropped the lawnmower 4.0. And they hooked us up. The whole squad got lawnmower 4.0s. It's a whole new ball game, fellas. That's why they brought gas in for reinforcements. It's over 2 million men worldwide who are getting Manscaped with our exclusive offer. 20% off, free shipping, promo code GASNET20. Cash in at Manscaped.com. Bryce, sell them more. And the whole product line is official. I got the lawnmower 3.0, the lawnmower 4.0. It's like collecting the Infinity Stones, man. Get it, man. Simple. Simple as pie. G-A-S-N-E-T-2-0. That's GasNet20. Not only do you get 20% off your order, but you get free shipping. Don't let your lady be the only one clean down there, fellas. Let's get it. Hey, get, get you the crop preserver, too. You feel me? It's like deodorant for your, for, 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 for your, uh, for your under, you know what I'm saying? For your undercarriage, you know what I'm saying? And, and, don't, and don't forget, man, supporting Manscaped is supporting Gas Prevents Force for the Culture. So, GasNet20, get your orders in right now. Yeah, shout out to Manscaped. You know what I'm saying? They send the, they send the care package. They took care of the boy. Um, I'm happy. The wife happy. Happy wife, happy life. Uh, Shoot. Treat yourself for Mother's Day, man. Your wife won't enjoy it, too. So, you know, it's the gift that keeps giving. But um, let's keep this thing pushing, man. Let's let, let's jump into some NBA talk, man. And uh, one of my favorite guys to talk about, if y'all been watching, y'all know, man. LeBron James and uh, oh, man, the slander. Yeah, boy, LeBron always finds something right for, for me to at least pick at. But um, you know, LeBron recently. Let me let me give you his quote on the playing game. I don't want to misquote him. I don't want nobody saying I'm hating. This is from LeBron himself. Whoever came up with this shit needs to be fired. Just last year, we had him saying, "Let these little teams battle for the playing game," and this year. He wants somebody's head, man. How do y'all guys feel about this? Do you buy or sell what LeBron's saying, man? Do you guys like the playing game? But how do you feel about LeBron hating the playing game? Hey, G, sound up. I'm buying it because it is the king. The king has spoken. We shall obey the king. And on top of that, man, I get where he's coming from. You, you know, you don't work the ass off. Now you're telling me there's a slight possibility you might lose your, you might lose your spot in the playoffs. To a team that's in 10th place that barely worked their way back to it. 
Nobody want to see that shit. Shit, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see Golden State play. It's over for them. They're a dub, literally dub. And I'm, I'm agreeing with LeBron James, man. Whoever did that shit, man, fight him. All that shit they say, I don't believe none of that shit. That shit is false. It's fabricated so lies. So whoever came up with that idea, they need to be out on the street, out of a job. You heard the king. He's coming for the neck. He's coming for the head. We can get him out of there. All right, man. I feel it, man. The king, the king can't can't give him the thumbs down and say execute him, man. Off with the head, man. Bryce, how how you feel about it? Ah, uh, man. Y'all know I defend I defend Bron more than most on this show, but there's nothing about this I can defend, man. You can't just switch your tune up like that. Last year he loved it, man. He when it was Portland and it was a couple other but you know a couple other teams that were beneath him. He, he wanted to see him battle it out, but now, now that you're now that it's your turn to be in the play-in, you're not with it. Now that it's your turn to perhaps get eliminated, you're not with it. I can't buy this at all, man. I'm selling it. The play-in tournament, I think, is great for the NBA. Don't get me wrong; I do think it does take some of the some of the stain away from the regular season, though. I mean, we got 72 game regular season. It doesn't mean as much for those last, you know, three or four teams. But at the end of the day, man, the Lakers had injuries and they dropped. They, they still got a shot, you know, to, to to make it outright. But you guys know I said it on the show last week. I said, look, Lakers are probably going to be in the playing tournament. Y'all looked at me like I was crazy then. A week later, it's looking more and more like a possibility. And LeBron, he's not feeling it. And I'm selling it. That's a fact, man. The Lakers are one game out in the playing tournament, man. So every game counts. That's And that's why I like it. You, you can't take none of these games off. You can't coast in it. Five or six, maybe seven. No, you got to go. You got to ball to the end of the season. Scrap, how you feel? Yeah, I'm selling it, man. It's, 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 it's total horse shit. Um, break it down, bro. Like, what you talking about, Brian? Like, yo, you talking about, okay, yeah, you don't like the playing tournament. Yeah, you was just flip-flopping a year ago. Yeah, because it was all good when the King James is watching the peasants go at each other, right? But it's another thing when you're a peasant. Uh, and now you are down there with the peasants, supposedly. Now, right now, right now, I think they propped up a few games. But um, you know, yeah. Well, if you fall into that tax bracket, my friend, then you got to play in the playing tournament. It is what it is, man. You feel me? It's like getting drafted into the army, bro. If you don't want to do the time, just make sure that you're not a seven seed. That's the bottom line. So my question is, right? Hold on. You tell me. You be supposed to like pizza all your rest of your life. You can't just switch up and eat something else. <laughs> like, that's what we're saying here. Like, like I can't. I gotta like this certain type of thing. I can't switch up the next day. How about I ain't feeling that shit no more? That shit played out. Nah, it's, bro. It's I feel over. you on that. I do feel you on that a little bit. And I think the playing tournament, in a way, is kind of rewarding mediocrity. When you're talking about, you could be the tenth seed. You could possibly be the twentieth ranked team in the NBA, and you can still have a shot at the playoff. It does reward mediocrity a little bit, and I think that's a, a part of the problem the NBA is going to end up facing. So I got a proposition, fellas. Tell me what y'all think about this. What if we take the remainder of the teams that don't make the playoffs and have another tournament to battle it out for that first pick? Because I'm tired of the bottom feeder just getting the biggest reward, which is the number one overall yeah. draft. What if we that take the rest of those sense. teams, put them in a tournament? Now y'all got to play in the tournament too. Gets the number one overall pick, so we're not just completely rewarding mediocrity and average play forever. I, I like, I, I really like the spirit of that. I'm not sure if it works in, pra in practice. I mean, I, I think you get to where the, the a few teams that just are bad for forever, man. A few franchises just can't get over the hump when you do it like that. Um, they need those draft picks, uh, but at the same time, it makes you 
have to draft better and, and hit on your guy, right? If you don't get that first, maybe you get the seventh. You got to hit on whoever you get. So you you might be on to something. You might be on to something, man. You might got a you might you might got a job in the NBA uh, office somewhere, man. That's all right. That's a good that's a good idea, yo. I mean, hey. as long as the rest of the picks are the rest of the picks can be set to a worst order, but the first pick should be rewarded. So like you know, your team just missed the lotto. You just missed the playoffs. You just missed out like the Pelicans. You feel me? Or a team like that, they could just go and just just get right, you know, or like the Magic or something. You know, hey, you know, you know what I love, man. This season Yo, two of the games, man. And uh, I bring y'all over to the dark side. We got some actual LeBron criticism. I I, I love it, man. It's making my heart smile right right here above my manscape. It's, it's making my heart smile, man. So hey, keep it up, man. It's gonna be a great season if we we hating LeBron together. Join me, G. Join me, G. Come on, we can link up to all hate LeBron. But uh, I can't. Does that mean I get a beard and lose my hair? Uh, <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I'm straight. I'm straight. It's worth I'm it. Straight. But, um, but I'm saying though, right? Because like we're talking about last year, it made sense to have a play-in tournament last year, where it's like season got cut off. This year's like, oh, we played a whole seventy games. That's what I'm saying. I buy what LeBron's saying. No, and, and there is something to that. I mean, when you add context to what LeBron was saying last year about not having a play-in game, it, it did have a lot to do with the, the shortened season, the COVID restrictions, things like that. But at the same time, boy, stand on your word, bro. We you, you told us not four, not five, not six, not seven. Now you flip-flopping again. I don't want to hear it. I'm not here for that. Hey, stand on your word, LeBron. You know what I'm saying? If I meet you, I'm going to tell you stand on your word, too. But uh, yeah, we'll, see, we'll see about that. I'm gonna get some shoes signed first, you know what I'm saying? And then I'm gonna, then I'm gonna keep it real with. Me. But uh, who do y'all think is the biggest threat in these playing tournaments? Wizards are super hot right now. Uh, I think the Warriors are in that play-in spot. Uh, who do y'all think is one of the biggest threats in this playing tournament to make some noise after you know once the playoffs actually start? So let me so let me tell y'all who's in right now seven through ten in the in the West. We got the Trailblazers, the Warriors, the Grizzlies, the Spurs. In the East, we got the Celtics, the Hornets, the Pacers, the Wizards. So, you know, who do y'all think is in this a good situation? You know, make some noise out there. Man, nobody nobody wants to see the Wiz right now, man. Sixteen and three in the last nineteen games. I mean, they that pace is top. That's a top of the league pace right there. Russell Westbrook was hurt for the first half of the season. You know what he was hurt with? He had a torn quad. I want to see y'all do – I want to see y'all jog a lap with a torn quad, let alone play in the NBA. You got a torn quad that's going to affect you, but he played through it like a real one. And, uh, hey, he's got healthy and he's got the whiz in playoff contention. And I'm telling you right now, man, I've been telling Scruff this. Me and Scruff had a long conversation about this last night. We want the Sixers, man. We don't want the Nets. We don't want the Nets. We want the Sixers. And if we, if we do get the Sixers – I guarantee you we win at least two of those games. And, hey, we definitely win in the first one. We might mess around and upset them, boys. You never know. I mean, the question was who was going to make some noise. Winning two games in the playoffs isn't a lot of noise. But that's I love noise. I That's love more noise. noise than anybody. That's that's not going to happen, first of all. Let me just jump in. That's not going to happen. Then that's not going to happen. But that is noise. If one of these playing teams comes in and wins the playing tournament and then wins two games – I say that's considerable noise for a playing team because truth is most of these teams are lining up to get swept. But um, <laughs> the, the real answer is uh, the only acceptable answer is the Celtics or the Blazers. 
of all those teams that you listed, they're the only teams that are actually quality playoff teams. The rest of those teams should just stay home. The Washington, but I like the fact that they're they have the playing tournament because it's making teams like you know push down the stretch. Like the you know the Warriors, fun basketball, like fun to watch. Bradley Beal and Westbrook, you know, it's fun basketball. But it's all it's all it's all gimmicky. Uh, it's not really uh, it's not a long term sustainable uh, you know winning formula. And if the Wizards somehow make it, I don't think they'll even they may not even qualify for the playing tournament. But if they do qualify for the playing tournament, I don't think they're going to make any noise. And if they do somehow make it past the playing tournament, they damn sure ain't going to win a game against the Sixers. Oh, hey, y'all hurry here, man. Hey, let's make this bet right now on, on live, Scruff. Dub, give me my dub once the Wizards win two or more games versus the Sixers. Just, just have my dub. I want a crispy one. I don't want no cash app. I don't want no Apple Pay. I want a crispy Jackson delivered. Into my palm, sir. Thank you. My man Thank said you. he want a fresh COVID-free bill. Exactly. Man, how you gonna bet on how you gonna bet on a series that ain't even ain't even lined up yet? But all right. Make it into the play-in tournament first, and then make it in the, the make it into the first round of the play-in tournament, and then we'll talk. We, we, we in the play-in tournament. Go ahead and check the standings, buddy. We in there. Dogecoin or some Bitcoin or something, man. A lot can happen. I lived in the past betting these doves. Hey, you, you can pay me in doge. I'm cool with that. <laughs> the moon, baby. Hey, G, who do you think making some noise? I, I know that they left off Steph Curry in the game. Who do you think make, in the play-in can make some noise? I'm agree with Bryce with the Wizards, but not for the to the 76ers playoff alleged series, but for what they did to Brooklyn Nets, the way they've been being the Bubble and Boys, and the fact that the Brooklyn Nets are not a healthy team, no James Harden, and I don't think we're going to see James Harden in the first round. And Katie is playing his ass off, but I don't know, man. The Wizards had their number all season long. Every time they go up against each other, that's the only team they can't beat. Okay, so we like the Wizards against some of the, you know what I'm saying, potential East Coast champions, you know what I'm saying, guys that, you know, the teams that people think could win it all. Okay, I respect it. I respect it. Um, so let's let's stay on the Wizards a little bit, man. Right now, Russell Westbrook, no, nah, not playing threats. We, we off that. Right now, Russell Westbrook, I guess that's still a playing threat. I guess that's, ah, it's Westbrook time right now. But he's, he's playing out of his mind, man. The Wizards should change the name to the Washington Westbrooks, honestly. But Westbrook's playing out of his mind. Uh, he's got all these triple doubles. He's on pace to break. I think he's five away, maybe, from breaking Oscar Robinson's triple-double record uh, that's been around for 50 years. How do you guys feel about Westbrook, man, uh, and, and just what he's doing overall before we dive a little deeper? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, love the, no love for the triple double. <laughs> the cricket. I'll say, I'll say this much, man. Is Russell Westbrook, man? Like, look at the distance between him and John Wall and Beal. Now, is this like you seeing the level of difference in the comparison that he is against John Wall? No, not to John Wall, but like due to the, him being injured. Like, I gotta say, Russell Westbrook is a, a phenomenal, phenom of a player that we get to watch. We should enjoy it until he can't so, give it to us no more. Pause. Oh, we lost Bryce. We get him back though. Oh, so, shit. so do you think that the Wizards can actually win with Westbrook's style of play? Like, you think that can carry over into the playoffs? I like one it, guy going to go. 
It, it it works. It works. It works because you have Bradley Bill that is not a ball hog, that he doesn't really need the ball to score, but he will score and give you like 30, 50 points if need be. And the fact that Russell is a great point guard. Like, he is not a bad point guard. In this league right now, I think he's your top five point guard in this league. The fact that he, he triple doubles all the time, guaranteed 10 plus assists a game, and rebounds just as much. You're telling me this guy isn't a is not a, a, a top ten a top five point guard is ridiculous because he is that and more. In my opinion, he's top three. He's behind right, Chris right, Paul. Right. Okay, we we I'll give you top five in the league right. right now. I might even give you top three in the league right now. But when we're talking about a guy that's breaking Oscar Robinson records and things like that, we're talking generational talent. Do you think he's a top five point guard of all time? Hell no. Yes. Yeah, this man averaged a triple double two years in a row. Two years in a row. Four total. Four total years. Four Four years total. Bro, name another point guard has ever done that. Besides, bro, they disrespectful. He's coming off. He's coming off a twenty rebound, twenty assist game. You know, it's 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 a very short list of players that have done that in history in the NBA. It's only two guys on the list: Russell Westbrook and Wilt Chamberlain. Will. Y'all know, I've said it before. Y'all know how I feel about lists that involve Wilt Chamberlain. If you're on a list of Wilt Chamberlain, you're probably an all-time great. Russell Westbrook is an all-time great. He's not just one of the best point guards of this era. He's one of the best point guards of all time. If you can't appreciate what he's doing, you're 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 digging too deep with your eyes. You're doing too much with your eye test. You're 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 trying to connect dots that aren't actually there. You're not realizing the greatness. Russell Westbrook is one of those players where a lot of people end up appreciating him once he's done. Once he hangs them up, you'll look back and say, oh, my gosh, Russell Westbrook was this great? You won't even be able to believe it because right now you're not giving the man his flowers. But don't worry. It'll, he'll get it in due time. Okay, so so I heard Scruff say he's not top five of all time. I'm, I'm inclined to agree with Scruff. I'm a, and I'm going to give you guys a name. You tell me if Russ is better than them. Uh, Magic Johnson. No, no, nobody's better than Magic. That's the number one. Okay. He, he made that position even better. He's okay. the reason why we Isaiah look at the point guards. Isaiah Thomas? Maybe. Yes. Maybe. He's I, I, I put him yeah. over Isaiah Thomas. I put him over Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas is not – he's a point guard, right? But Isaiah Thomas is one of those guys where you could kind of say he's more of a combo guard, kind of more in that mo- – and I wasn't in that era, but I watched, Man, enough, I I watched enough hardwood classics to recognize what type of player he really was. I more mean, of I think was, was, was a 20, a 20 and 10 with two steals guy. Um, he had a lot of talent around him, but um, okay, I, I, I'll give you I can't say Isaiah, I, I can't, I can't say Russell Westbrook was better than Isaiah Thomas, bro, because Isaiah Thomas won the championship. Yeah, but Westbrook that's a team thing, though. That's a yeah, well, isn't, but is it, is it the point guard? The point guard is, is the engine, is the engine to the team. It is the, the person that, that sets the team up. They are the, He's the conductor. You no, know, literally the conductor right. of the team. See, you're telling like, me Isaiah point Thomas guard would win. See, you're telling me Isaiah Thomas could do his Doug Dizzle thing. What Westbrook is doing with whatever the Wizards have on, on that field. I mean, he, I, Isaiah he Thomas produced the doing, same as much. Isaiah Thomas was the hurdle that Jordan had to get over. Right. Yeah, cause them boys. That's what they call them, bad boy pissing. Them boys were throwing elbows. Them boys were throwing haymakers. <laughs> right. playing Let's put it like this. Let's put it like this, the Mike bro. Tyson fight. Let's put it like this, man. If you drop Isaiah Thomas in this era, this this is the thing I, y'all gotta y'all gotta understand. Russell Westbrook could transcend any era of basketball. 
you drop him, you drop him in the the fifties, he's a dog. You drop him in the eighties, he's a dog. Right now, he's a dog. I don't know if you drop Isaiah Thomas in this current era of basketball. How much of a dog is he really? What do we look at? What what do we think he would be in this era right now? Do you think okay. he's winning two championships in this era with the Bad Boy Pistons? I'm not sure. Maybe, but I'm not sure. I know one thing about Russell Westbrook, man. He is he's a dog. He can lead a team. Triple double monster, bro. Westbrook hasn't won a championship, but uh I will I will say this. I'm I'm gonna give you another name because we could we could kind of debate Isaiah. And uh you said any generation. What about this generation? Is he better than Steph Curry? No. Steph is Steph Curry a point guard? Maybe the point I guard. I don't, I don't view Steph Curry as a point guard. Oh, oh, same here. Well, how, how, how are we going to not view guys as point guards when there's no other point guard on the starting lineup? Who's the point guard on the team now? Right. I mean, they kind of got a more of a point guard by committee. Draymond Green is a, is there a facilitator just as much as Steph Curry in that offense. Yeah. That's a fact. Like, I mean, yes. I, I'm sorry, Very bro. True. I don't really view Steph Curry. Y'all trying to change the debate, man. Look up the position. Look up Steph Curry's position and Steph tell me Curry. it ain't a point guard, man. Stop it. Okay, I'm, hey, I'm going to throw you Well, look, I put, I put Russ over Steph Curry at the end of the day, so it is what it is. It's that's crazy. outrageous. That's, that's absolutely crazy, but uh, all right. What about it's, not, it's not crazy. It's not is, crazy. Is Russ, is Russ better than Jason Kidd? Yes. yes. Maybe. Yes. He's better than maybe. Maybe. Not really, though. Not really. Bro, Jason, Jason, Jason Kidd led the Nets to three, was it three straight championships, bro? Russell Westbrook could never, bro. Could never. And he right. won one with never. Dallas. He didn't win any of those chips when he was leading the team. He won he a chip with there. Dallas as a fourth fiddle. I mean, J.J. Barea was balling harder than Jason Kidd when they won the chip. I don't want to hear that. But, about, but, 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 but Westbrook, Westbrook went to the chip one time, right? He had KD on the squad. Westbrook by himself, whatever he had, to, he had help. But yo, getting to the chip three times as a, as a point as a point guard, and let's let's not forget it. They, they had Vince Carter on some of them teams, but bro, they was he was doing it with Richard Jefferson and Kenya Martin, bro. Like you know, he was really point guarding them teams. Like respect, but who else was in the East at that time? You didn't have oh, uh, you didn't you didn't have teams like Miami with the big three. You didn't have teams like Golden State with KD, bro. That was not happening in that era. That was not happening in that era. If you drop Russ in that era, he probably goes to a championship. He probably goes to a championship. Nah, if you put if you drop Russ in that era, he's probably Stephon Marbury. You, what are you talking about? <laughs> what? what? That's so blasphemous, bro. That's what I said, man. People not giving Russ his flowers, bro. Comparing right. Russ to Stephon Marbury is the most blasphemous thing no. I've ever heard, bro. So who's better, AI or Russell? Because I'm saying Russell. No, AI. That's, that's a tough conversation. That's a tough nah, conversation. Yeah. Is it I, I lean towards Russell. When you look at a career, AI. I lean towards Russell. AI. Yeah, you gotta say AI. Russ, 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 Steve Nash. Russell. Russ. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. I can't what, what, is, what, is Steve, what does Steve Nash do? That's so amazing. What his MVP year? He, I mean, he's had MVP. I'll, I'll give you that. His MVP year when someone else should have won MVP. When Kobe should have won MVP. Are y'all crazy? <laughs> when he when he didn't even have the best stats in the league. Are y'all kidding me, bro? He was on the he was on the best team with the best record. I give him that. Russ I won mean, MVP doing something that no one else has ever done in fifty years. Come on. I mean, bro. Steve Nash is third in assists all time. I mean, he's not Russ he's up not there, good. though. Like, he's where, not Russ where, where will Russ end in assists? What do you think? You, you don't think Russ is going to be – Russ will probably end up beating Steve Nash in assists. He can corner his face, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. bro. Don't talk about Russ like his career right, is over, right. too. 
It's Russell, nowhere near over. Russell John Stockton. Russ. What? It's, it's Russell Russ. Stockton. Over if right. Russell was playing with Carl Malone, that's a tip. Y'all boys is crazy, man. Bro, stock stock. Stockton has three thousand more assists than kid. I mean the Nash, like Stockton, I don't Stockton know. Man. Condi- Stockton condition. Stockton condition couldn't do much of anything else. I mean he could hit a mid range, but <laughs> couldn't do much of anything else. But he could he definitely condition. I mean I I think he's selling Stockton short. I'm a little older than you guys, um. So I seen him on that pick and roll, absolutely unstoppable with uh, him and Malone. All right, man. Uh, I think I got. Do I got another name? Cause I see this is this is a rust party. Uh, I might got another name. Let me let me check my notes. Nah, I got okay. one. Chris Paul, Chris Paul, man, what up? Chris Paul. Chris Paul. I'm taking Chris Paul. I'm going Russ, bro. Russ and Chris Paul just mm-hmm. literally played with the exact same team. This is and a what fact. happened? And what happened? Uh, Russ finished fourth with them, and Chris Paul finished eighth with them, seventh or eighth. Hey, but yeah, what I'm do you mean? What happened? Six. Simple. No. He finished, hey. okay, finished sixth. Russ took boys fourth. Simple. Which which team had more wins? Russ with Chris Paul or I mean Russ with OKC or Chris Paul with OKC? Same team. It was uh, the same. I, I, Both can't remember. Had... I remember where they finished. I remember where they finished, but I'm not sure who had wins. I can look that up though. I got Google. No, I, I look I already know. <laughs> Both teams had 44 wins. I already okay. know. It. So, so you're All telling right. me one's better because they had the exact same wins? Okay, so me? now we get to the playoffs, right? We got the exact same wins. We get to the playoffs. What did Russ do in the playoffs? Shit, he, no, I think he, I think he got beat by Lillard, right? No, he got, he got no, he got beat. Yeah, four one, four one. He got beat. You, you don't remember Lillard rocking the baby on him, all that. And what, and what happened to Paul in the playoffs? Paul, Paul lost in Game Seven to Houston. So they both lost. So we both we're, we're, we're giving them more credit for going to Game Seven. All right, all cool. right. So, okay, you so, both so, lose so, in the same round. So. <laughs> What what position did the Wizards finish in last year in the standings? Uh, they finished um, they finished they finished low. They finished low enough to have number nine overall pick. They, finished, they probably they finished, finished tenth. Tenth. Where are they at right now, bro? I just I literally just told you that Russell Westbrook has played half the season with a torn quad. Do you know what that means? Do you know what it means to have a torn quad or something? Or y'all just like never minding that like it didn't happen did you watch russ in the first half of the season he wasn't even dunking in the first half of the season because he could not jump he played through a torn quad and look where they are now last 19 listen, games 16 and three. dr fauci if you get on the court you know what i'm saying you hurt or you injured if you're gonna suit up and play uh, look don't leave now bring that ass back don't leave now. <laughs> he, he went he went to check the stats he went to check the stats i i ain't mad at him i ain't mad Hey man, my, my 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 technical difficulty said you was bl- being blasphemous, so it dropped me out the live, man. I'm back though. I'm back. Stop disrespecting the boy Russ. Put some respect on his name, man. All right, so we got two people that think he's he he's not a top five guard of all time, uh, and and two guys that think he is. Um, we split down the middle. We gonna have to let the fans decide. That's 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 the only fair way to 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 do this at this point, right? Yeah. The only the only problem is they name they tend to he's top five, but they they could they I could name like. Eight guys better than him, but that's that's another conversation. For no, you can day. you can name eight guys that you think are better than him. And at the end of the day, Russ's career is not over. When it's all said and done, when you stack up the numbers, when you stack up his accomplishments, he will be top five point guards of all time. Unless you're just using your flawed eye test to come up with something that you feel. And if you use hey. feelings, fine, you you'll take Russ down. What, but if what you I, use what stats, I know is, he's top five. What I know is Chris Paul 
the the Suns were a tenth place team. You know what I'm saying? They was barely in the bubble and all that, right? They only, did they even make the bubble? No, they were, I don't even remember. They were 10th place team. They're number, they're number two in the league. They were just number one. Uh, Chris Paul elevates teams, man. That That's what I know. Uh, I don't care if, they're, if if Russell's top five, but he's not above Chris Paul in, in, in any shape or form. You know what I'm saying? The league wouldn't let Chris Paul go go link up with nobody. <laughs> like they said, no, sir. No, that's but, a fact. That's that, and that's I think that's the toughest comparison is Chris man, Paul right. and Russ. You can really, I really can go either one when it comes to Chris Paul and Russ. If I'm being honest, I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit, but y'all know how I feel about Chris Paul, man. I said it. I, t- I told y'all he's my MVP this year. When y'all y'all was looking at me crazy when I said that. So I love Chris Paul, but when it's all said and done, and we're comparing careers, Russell will have the better career than Chris Paul. If Chris Paul gets a championship with the Suns. That changes things. If he doesn't get a chip and we stack their careers together, if you don't put Russ over him, it's, it's going to end up looking blasphemous. Yeah, if you look at stats only, then, yeah, Russell Westbrook's the choice. If you, actually watch, if you actually watch basketball games and, and you watch the fourth quarter of basketball games particularly, then you're going to choose Chris Paul. I'm taking Chris Paul. I like the basketball IQ. I'm going with the real point guard, the floor general. Uh, they both make ugly styles of Jordan. You know what I'm saying? So they they're a tie right there, but <laughs> but uh, you know what I'm saying. Moving to some to some culture, man. I mean, anything y'all, anything else on on, on the basketball on on Russ? Or can we get into some culture? Russ will never win a championship. Russell Westbrook will never win a championship. Not as the best player on a team for sure. Well, neither, will, um, neither will Chris Paul. So, whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> we, neither will Chris Paul. So, it is what it is. Are we taking such a player that Ben Simmons will never have a Jake period? All right, all right. I'm going to revise my statement. <laughs> I'll revise my statement then. Chris Paul can win a championship. He, he, he probably will win a championship. But Russell Westbrook will never win a championship, period. It doesn't even matter if he was the worst player on the team. He will never win. Okay. Blasphemy, bro. This is this, this is a guy that was literally in the championship and is like his third or fourth season in the league, bro. Yeah, Leading yeah, a team I, to I the championship. Like the re- I feel like he's the reason that they lost. You know what I'm saying? Him, no, him he's not, bro. No, he's but, not. But uh, let's, let's, let's finish this thing up with some culture, man. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about some music. I feel like we ain't really talked about music in a while. A lot of new albums dropped. Khaled dropped. Uh Couple new things out there. Cole just said he dropping in a couple months or so next next month, right? They Cole dropping no, next this month. month. This month. Oh, this month on the fourteenth of May. Oh, is this okay? So that's a couple weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. right so we got new music dropping. So, um, you know, I think Russ has been, you know, a, a feature to a lot of teams. Now he's the main guy. So, but musically, right? Which artists are killing the features? You know what I'm saying? What's your favorite artist to hit features on? Like. When they're on somebody else's track, it just enhances everything, man. Who who's the top artist to feature on another person's song for you guys? I like no, Gunner. 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 If it's not Gunner's little melody, he be he be saying he's a hook artist to me right now. It's him, okay. and baby. It's him Gunner. and little baby. Him and little baby is like one A and one B. Baby and Gunner. Baby and Gunner definitely kill everything they own. So I can respect that, man. What you got, bro? Man, all right. If you talking about, I got trifecta for you. I'm going to hit you with the heavy hitters. So okay. if you talking about just literally feature, like a rap feature, yeah. then there's no, there is no other. There's the yeah, no, no, I'm going to give you one, I'm going to give you one, one of each flavor. So okay. if you're talking about rap feature, 
then the answer is Drake. There's nobody that's going to be a better feature than Drake. Because as I said, like Drake said, that's why every song sounds like Drake featuring Drake. You know what I'm saying? And he's the king of the features, right? Stay scheming. The list goes on, man. I'm not even going to go through it. So if you want that kind of feature, you got Drake. If you want an R&B feature, you want somebody that's going to bring you that instant R&B crossover appeal. Shit. You got to go Chris Brown. Tiger made a whole album with Chris Brown as a feature and that, that drum literally sold records only because of the featuring. Anytime we get Chris Brown the featuring, it's a vibe, bro. Uh, it's just different. You know what I'm saying? Like the drum with Young Thug, you know, it just it's just different. It's a Chris Brown joint. You know what it is. And then last but not least, honestly, personally, is my favorite person to have featured because he just like, he's actually, I'm not saying only good on features, but he is notoriously legendary with features. And it's Ty Dolla Sign, bro. Ty Dolla Sign is just a vibe, bro. I was listening to the song earlier, The Psycho with Post Malone, and I'm like, man, if Ty Dolla Sign wasn't on the song, I don't even think I would listen to it. Like, he makes that song, bro. Like, he makes the song, bro. He just gives it the vibe. It's just a certain level that he brings. He owes anybody that he had a featuring with, you best believe, you know, they owe him. Like, you know, he made so many songs. Um, the list goes on. Ty Dolla Sign, man, so underrated. It just... Just a different kind of vibe, different kind of uh, artists all together. I, I feel you because and, and those three guys, man, they can do multiple genres. Like, you could really throw a party and play nothing but Drake, Chris Brown, and Ty Dolla Sign features. And, and you still have a great vibe, you know what I'm saying, fun time at the party. That's strong three, man. That's strong three. What you got there, Bryce? I don't know, man. I wasn't trying to go with super heavy hitters. I mean, I feel like Drake, that's that's an automatic one. I mean, we know that. Like, if, I was, say, if I was to say Ho, that's an automatic one. Like, I mean, who am I Who am I fooling? If I were to say Yay, we already know Yay is killing every feature. I do think Todd Dollar Sign was a good under the radar one. And I'm getting, I'm giving sleep with, man, like I always do, man. I'm going under the radar every time. One guy that I feel like kills every feature is my guy, Yo Gotti, bro. When Yo Gotti's featured on a track, he just he just kills the joke. Like he's, he's ha he has repeated success in features, man. So shout out to Yo Gotti. He doesn't get a ton of credit. You know, you never hear. I wouldn't if we're talking about best rapper of all time. I probably wouldn't be mentioning him. But you we're got, talking about you got a favorite Yo Gotti feature, like a favorite joint. Ooh. I mean, every 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 time every time he's been throwing on one with with uh with Nicki Minaj, he seems to kill it. You know what I'm saying? I I, I don't know. Uh, what's what's I got what's, a, I got one. What's that? Right, that joint, the Here I Go, uh, joint with uh, on the Jada Kiss champ is here three. Yo Gotti featuring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, that's 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 a, that's a, that's a classic. That's a classic. I mean, every time I hear Yo Gotti on a feature, I just feel like I just feel like he kills it. Another Yo guy that I, super, was that super underrated, super slept on, man. And I mean, I feel like Yo Gotti been doing it for a minute, and uh, he don't he don't he don't get a ton of he don't get a ton of uh, he don't get a ton of credit. That's what I'm saying. Break it up, I'm gonna rake it up. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, put, a, put, a, put a date on it. <laughs> put a date on it, man. I mean, that might have been his song with Lil Baby, but you know, you got look, you got your guy on the song with somebody that's super hot. It's going to go crazy, bro. It's repeated success in doing that. Another guy that I think go crazy on features is my guy Titty Boy Two Chains, man. When you throw chains on the feature, bro, he kills features. Like he kills features. I'm thinking back to that Yay era when they was when Yay was throwing two chains on features and cook cut little mayonnaise. Oh my goodness, this guy changes. Chains was actually on the song with Yay and somebody else. And to me, Chains Big Sean. 
Yeah, yeah, Chains, Big Sean, yeah, and Chains went the hardest on the track. And push. That, that tells me something, bro. That tells me something. When you can be uh, underrated or slightly more underrated than the artist you're on the track with and on the feature, you go harder than them, I respect that. So those are two guys I love hearing on features, man. Chains, Yo Gotti, those are two of my top guys. If I, if I had a song and I just needed a feature, I'm getting. I'm. I'm picking those two guys, man. I ain't gonna go with Drake. Get outshined all crazy. All of a sudden, my song hit because of you. Nah, man. Give me chains. Give me Gotti. I, I feel you. I hear. Um. Oh, excellent picks. I. I went with guys that I think. You know what I'm saying. Just really own that. That. That feature. You know what I'm saying. Sound. When you. When you hear them, they're gonna have the best verse. They're gonna change how the song sounds. They, you might even think the song is their song when you hear them on it. Um, the two guys I got, I'm, I'm going to start with uh, three stacks, man. Keep your heart, man. three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, when you hit three stacks on the song, man, it's, it's rare, but that's why it's a gem. You you know you know what stacks will give you, man. Uh, wish we could get more from him, but, you know, he's doing his thing. He's playing a little flute around the town or whatever. But uh, that's a guy that every, every feature he kills. I'm in, I'm surprised nobody said this guy. Come on, man. You you said Drake, but this, this is the father of Drake, man, the guy that birthed Drake. Lil Wayne, he is the featured king. How we miss Weezy? Come on, man. I am the beast. Feed me rappers or feed me beats. Come on, man. Wayne on anything, man. On anything. So before going feature, to jail, but, Wayne. Before going to jail, Wayne. You said before going to jail? Not even now, Wayne killed nah. kill stuff. But nah, he kills everything, though. He really does nah. kill everything. No, Remember that joint he did with Kelly Rowland, y'all? The motivation? He killed that joint. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. on my he head. He killed that joint with Jack Harlow, too, man. Who's he that? killed What's the joint with Whatever you get, Wayne, first of all, man, as, as a rapper, you know what I'm saying? That's that's like, uh, you know what I'm saying, playing, playing horse with Kobe or something. You know what I mean? Like, or, like, that's the one memory you get. Like, you know you arrived when you can get a feature from Wayne. You know what I'm saying? You know you arrived when you in the league and you get blessed by one of the greats. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I, that's what I got for my features. I, I think Nicki Minaj is a, a low-key feature killer, too. But uh, what else y'all got? Any, anything else? Any more sleepers? Or I'm surprised no one said Pusha T, because Pusha T is great on features. Mm-hmm. He, he's not yeah. a bad feature yeah. artist. Push a ton. Yeah, man. Yeah. I want to say yeah. J. Cole, but J. Cole doesn't do that many features. Mm. But he hey, yeah, but he, he has killed some, bro. He, he killed, killed that, that, uh, that London joint. He killed that joint with Thug, that London. Oh, man. Yeah, true, crazy. true, true. He did body that shit. He did body that. I, I like Cole features better than I like his actual music by himself. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm a cold cold a good one. Cold's a good one. Mm. But uh that's all I got, man. That's all I got for y'all tonight. What uh anything else? Anything else we anything we forget? Bruno Mars is one of my favorite feature artists. You yeah, said Bruno Mars? Mars? Yes, Bruno Mars. Okay. The weekend too. The weekend, the weekend can you, you throw the weekend on the track, bro. I'm thinking about that low life when it was him and future. Future hey. too, bro. You know, you know, future's my guy, bro. I feel like you throw future on any track. He, he kind of kills it, bro. But future yeah. is a future king. Yeah, hi. Yeah, yeah future, hey, man. future that dude. Future. Man, we could have 
I'll make me wish I redid my list, man. I just wasn't trying to go with the man. big ones, though. I wasn't trying to go with the heavy hitters, man. Them automatics, like, we just know, you know what I'm saying? I was trying to go under the radar a little bit. But, they, you know, y'all know the heavy hitters. They get the job done when you need a feature. That's just a fact. Lil Baby might be that new dude, though, uh, G. You had a good point, man. Lil Baby is that new dude. You throw him on the track, that don't guarantee guaranteed no. goal, at least. That's what I thought. We were going to, like, around that area, like, you know, the new up and coming. Oh, my bad. My bad, my bad. I thought we were just, you know, what I'm saying throwing out the legends, the big boys. But uh, oh, nah. I think all along we came up with a, a good list, man. Um, but how y'all feel about the new time slot, man? I, I'm enjoying it. I want to hear what the fans think. If you a fan, tap in. Let us let us know. We we did this thing a little earlier. Hopefully y'all was able to put the kitties to bed and tune in. Uh, we gonna see. But uh, that's all I got for y'all, man. Thanks for rocking with us. Hey, Scruff, take us out, man. What, what, what can they find the guy at Sports Show? Uh, Sports Show, my bad. Hey, man, we on YouTube, man. I'm not sure where you're watching us from, but if you're not watching us on YouTube, subscribe to us on YouTube, man. That way you can stay plugged in. We got shorter videos, all types of good stuff coming your way. Uh, a lot of hot, a lot of hotness coming your way. Uh, also, if you're trying to get some of this hotness that I'm wearing, uh, go ahead and get you a gas uh, hat. Gas Master is still on sale. Ten dollars right now while you uh can still mask up, get your mask up. Um yeah, um go ahead and uh get you a uh lawnmower, get you a uh manscape package, use the promo code gasnet20, get you super right. Ladies gonna love you, man. Tell them scruff line sent you, baby. Um but besides that, man, it's Tuesday, man, it's love. We doing what we do, man. We do it for the culture, man. And we do it so well, man. And you know how we close it out every single time, man. We sports for the culture. Sports for the culture.